0: Henry Ford Health System and Michigan State University, two of the state's leading education, research, and healthcare institutions, are partnering to make Michigan a national leader in providing access to exceptional healthcare for all residents, scientific discovery, and education for providers, patients, and families. In a landmark partnership that will last for at least 30 years, both institutions are committed to aligning efforts across key departments and programs to achieve critical healthcare and educational goals while addressing social issues that impact health outcomes for patients in Michigan and beyond. Here to talk more about the partnership are Dr. Norman J. Beauchamp, Jr., MSU's Executive Vice President for Health Sciences, and Adnan Munkara, MD, Executive Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer, for Henry Ford Health System. Dr. Beauchamp will chair the board selected from leaders of both institutions. It's great to welcome you both to MSU today. Thank you, Russ.
1: Really, really glad to be here. Thank you. Same here, us. Very excited.
0: So, what does a Henry Ford Health System and Michigan State University partnership mean to healthcare cost consumers?
2: This this partnership really uh, is based on uh, and built on the foundation that we both have a similar vision as well as commitment that vision and commitment are essentially to, one, improve the health of our community, and two, transform healthcare in the United States, which we believe that there are are opportunities to improve and transform. And in order for us to do that, we believe that putting our resources together, our commitment to innovation and research to education of the future healthcare workers and to think about new ways and discover discover new ways of treating patients as well as facilitating the coordination of care of these patients are going to be essential and part uh, essential part of this membership uh, partnership
1: you now we've talked before us about the way to truly be in fa- impactful in healthcare is is to connect research education and clinical care in this innovation cycle and by bringing together the breadth and the depth of, of really research and education at MSU as well as clinical delivery with the enormous scope and scale of Henry Ford and their clinical delivery but also in education and research we come together to really be able to address some of the biggest problems in healthcare health disparities and and I think particularly relevant is that right now it takes about 15 years to go from deciding what's the best way to take, for, take care of patients based on discovery to its implementation. And by connecting all three with this scope, we're gonna be able to do that fast, really fast, really effectively, in ways that bring the best in healthcare to the people of Michigan. Uh, every single day
0: outstanding, so how did the partnership come about?
2: Uh, we at Ford house system uh, we 've always been looking at uh, advancing the, our academic mission and building on our academic strategy and we know that research and education are fundamental to our clinical care, so we identified the path and uh, uh, Norm and I got introduced through a common friend and colleague who said, the two of you need to talk. And we really had lunch and we started talking about our the vision, uh, the, our future vision of healthcare. At that time, there was no discussion about a partnership or anything of the sort. And we, it was very, very clear that the two of us are very in line. We have the same passion, we have the same vision of how we want to kind of improve and transform healthcare. And that we really represent the culture and vision of our institutions which are aligned. So this is what sparked that uh, that that initial launch is what sparked this work and honestly we committed at that time to start having more and more talk and here we are now a year and a half down the road and uh, you know signing a exi- extremely exciting partner uh, uh, agreement for a partnership.
1: In life's journeys you look for kindred spirits right who have a similar commitment and I found that you know, in Adnan and with him being a leader in the Henry Ford health system, you know, that was really relevant. And then it was also, you know, part of my journey has been to seek out a healthcare system that saw the importance of academic medicine or bringing the, the, the three together. And Henry Ford has a, a hundred year history of doing that. And so it just made sense as a, as a perfect partner. And what was terrific, was then when we bought it, brought it to our respective bosses uh, and the boards of both organizations. They got it. They understood it, and that was that was critical. Uh, and it certainly helps having a uh, right as a visionary, uh, as well as uh, President Stanley, the same and and a physician who understands.
0: Well, Adnan, I know if you're as passionate about these issues as Norm is, this partnership is certainly in good hands. So. Tell us, uh, you know, what programs will Henry Ford Health System and MSU collaborate on in this partnership?
2: So so we've identified a number of programs uh, from both a research perspective as clinical perspective that we think collectively that they are important. It does not mean that these are exclusive, but these are the things really that we wanted to kind of start to work on. Uh, And I'm talking now about the research and clinical program, and then I let Norm also weigh in on the educational component, as well as amplify what we are, because we think that this partnership is just beyond one or two programs. It is really a transformational partnership. It is, that is, as as we have said before, it is, uh, uh, it is, its foundation are making sure that we bring, bring research, education close to clinical care and transforming clinical care. So the programs that we are really excited to at least start with is One Cancer, Both of us, we think we have a strong portfolio of clinical uh, cancer uh, uh, programs as well as research in cancer, and we believe that putting our efforts together uh, together are going to be instrumental into advancing our treatment of cancer and honestly also shooting for the moonshot, the cancer cure, and I really think that we can be part of that nationally and internationally. Uh, Other programs that we've talked and discussed are population health how we really can kind of deliver care to our populations in a way that is efficient and valuable. How can we transform the care experience for our patient? How can we make sure that their care is coordinated? And how do we use the data that we have at the present time to help us with those decisions? As we know today that data is extremely important because we can analyze it, we can, we can make deductions from it, and it can help us predict things in the future. So linking data sciences to population health is extremely important for both of us and again the strength that both of us bring to the table are is important precision medicine and precision health is extremely important both in specialty care as well as in population health both of us have invested into that. So can you can imagine now when we bring our resources together to advance that, uh, it is going to be really amazing what we are able to do with these and how we are going to serve our community. And other things, and I'm, you know, and we can go on and on, but other things that we've talked about, neurosciences is another element that we've discussed: women's health, cardiovascular disease, imaging. All of these are going to be, you know, in sequence, some of the things that will bring our resources together and try to advance care. I'm going to turn it over to Norm because education to me is absolutely also essential as part of this partnership. And uh, he, he can weigh in with, the, you know, with his expertise, how we are looking at this.
1: You know, in terms of education, Russ, one of the, the things that is true is that we have a long history of partnership between uh, Henry Ford Health System and Michigan State in training doctors and nurses. But what this is gonna allow us to do is to dramatically expand the number of doctors and nurses that will be able to train. And in a state that has challenges with access, training physicians and nurses that will go into underserved areas is really a priority but we also see this as a way to create a campus on the uh, you know the renowned henry ford hospital in detroit and in so doing we'll be able to bring together the strengths of our university with the depth and breadth of the work that's done on that campus and perhaps with a specific focus on diversity equity and inclusion Uh, in ways that will help us together, train a generation of doctors and nurses that go directly at health disparities, and also uh, learn about discovery because they'll be immersed in this, this effort in discovery. And part of what we wanna do is not just train doctors and nurses to amass existing knowledge, but how do you continually update so that when new information comes in, You're a provider who gets that to your patients faster. You know, the other thing that that I would add to this is we see that this will create a magnet in that there are are teachers. uh, There are clinicians who want to be in this milieu that is forward-looking and training that next generation and also addressing diversity, equity, inclusion through training the next generation of workforce. And so we also see this as a way to recruit and retain. And, and, and as you're hearing a theme, and, and Dr. Minkara touched on it, one of the things that will cut across the clinical work, and that's why the population health that we do, will be a focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. So for example, in clinical, we'll look at health equity and disparities with a special focus on urban and rural populations. We'll incorporate training and implicit bias. We'll recruit underrepresented students into educational programs, and we'll develop a pipeline down through the K-12 through 12 students. And then finally, uh, we will engage underrepresented communities in clinical research and clinical trials and identify health disparities and potential interventions uh, through public health research as what guides our work. And it's it's really that, that very wonderful combination of bringing together both of our experiences in doing that, that will be
0: really powerful. And, you know, you've both started to have touched on this already, but can you say some more about what the partnership will mean for Henry Ford Health System and MSU's community of patients, students, employees, and Norm, you mentioned the physical presence in Detroit, but how will this help Detroit residents? So
2: so there are a few things from uh, the the help to uh, to Detroit residents. I look at it first, continuing to advance our care, Through research and innovation and discovery is going to be extremely important. So, to me, this is an immediate, uh, really, uh, uh, I would say, impact and result that we will see from that partnership. But also, recruiting the best of the best to come to Detroit at the present time. You know, it is, we believe that in order for us to get best scientists, best physicians, this partnership is going to get them excited and enthusiastic about joining, you know, two. Institutions that are very well known uh, with respect to their clinical care, education, and research. The other thing that is going to do is going to allow us to really inject and invest into the city of Detroit. So whether it is we are building a, a research program, whether we are building a re, a building for research, whether we are looking at uh, building further clinical program, looking at a medical school campus, all of these are going to be direct investment into the city, as well as it's in our the communities that we serve. And the last thing I want to touch on is what Dr. Beauchamp has talked about. We really cannot underemphasize the importance of focusing on health disparities and health outcomes. We extremely know that access to care, as well as making sure that we have the diverse staff, the diverse learners, the diverse uh, popul- uh, the, the, the diverse ma- uh, uh, members of our teams to take care of our diverse population is extremely important, and this commitment for diversity and equity that Dr. Bosham has talked about to me is going to be essential. Both of us are doing this, but putting our energy together is going to be extremely important.
1: I love that you bring up one of the things that we'll do for the city of Detroit is economic development. Economic development is so important. One of the things that we talk about are social determinants of health and certainly poverty, not equal access to food or jobs is is one of the big things that is a negative predictor of health outcomes. And we see one of the roles, certainly of Michigan State University, and now will be even more impactful in working with Henry Ford is, is job creation and economic development. And you know, we would be remiss not to reflect on you know, the teachings of Martin Luther King, Jr. when we think about this. And you know, one of the, the statements he made in 1966 was that of all forms of inequality, injustice and in health in health is the most shocking and inhuman. And when he talked about health, we'll note that he, it wasn't that he was talking about health care. But so it includes things that we also will be able to address broadly, you know, at Michigan State with Henry Ford, because we think about the things that are involved in health, like home environment, right, like um, access to education, food security, um, job creation, and again, access to health. And, and it's something, again, that our partners at Henry Ford have been working on. So you can see by bringing together a land grant institution, right, that's so focused on all the determinants of health uh, with, again, a health system that delivers on the scale that Henry Ford does and is so invested in the community, it becomes very powerful for the people of certainly Southeast Michigan, but then ultimately the, the state.
0: And I'm thinking of MSU Extension and their presence in all 83 Michigan counties. Is there a statewide impact from the partnership?
2: Absolutely, Russ. I mean, this is what we are exciting about. The knowledge that we bring from an urban setting to the knowledge that Dr. Busham, the team MSU brings from a rural setting, there are a lot of things to be exchanged, a lot of information to be exchanged, a lot of experiences and lessons learned. And we really believe this is beyond Southeast Michigan. This is this is across Michigan, and hopefully it's going to be across the nation. We really believe that, as we mentioned earlier, we are committed to transformation in healthcare and improve, improving the health of our community. And we really believe that we do here can easily be taken into to other regions and to other uh, geographies.
1: Yeah, love again that you brought that up, Ross. part of this is to build on the networks that are there statewide. You, thoughtfully mentioned Extension. And one of the key parts of Extension is that they've developed a trust in the communities in which they serve. And as you're trying to improve people's health and give them the guidance and the support, and and frankly, to learn from the communities what they need because they're the best resource in figuring out how we can help and how we can help together, community and MSU and Henry Ford. Extension's trust and the relationships they've developed, so critical. Similarly, the trust that our our public health division has developed in Flint, right, which is community-based and Adnan's, Henry Ford's public health has built, really critical. Another thing that, you know, Ford saw and and we bring to this is because we have community-based medical schools, as well as a a nursing college, which essentially does training in almost as many counties as extension. Again, it becomes a way to, to learn and then echo those learnings across the state in really significant ways, both through education, the reach of uh, extension, uh, both of those things.
0: In true land grant fashion, share our knowledge to better humanity. But can you guys talk a bit about the financial impact of the partnership?
1: Yeah, I can, I can touch on this. Uh, part of why it was so important for us to come together is in finding an institution that also values research. They, similar to us, invest in research. And so essentially by identifying areas where we believe that we can make an impact, that we know we can, Uh, in aligning our resources, whether that's dollars spent or expertise or infrastructure, we can have a very scalable impact. And so what we've committed to do is to maintain both of our institutionals' current investment uh, into health and health discovery, but then to uh, incrementally invest uh, into this with with additional dollars in ways that will build on what's there but we also recognize that by putting in the additional investment between the two of our organizations which you know over the course of the relationship you know which is 30 years you know will amount to you know you know probably beyond 200 million dollars we will be able to also recruit enormous resources that will be many multiples of that through intellectual property creation through grants that we'll apply for together, through philanthropic support uh, and industry partnerships. So, a good bit of this is just synergy, uh, but then some incremental investments.
2: So, uh, with respect, I, I you know just to add to what uh, uh, Dr. Boshan has said, it is uh, both of us. It was very clear as we are going through our due diligence and discussions that both of us are committed to invest into research. And I think the work that we have done over the past year has allowed us to really look and inventory what we have on both sides. And what are the areas that there is significant synergy that if we are able to invest into, we are going to really make a difference. And, and this is where Dr. Beauchamp was mentioning I mean, we really committed, and this is work that that amount of money that we arrived to over the next, in fact, that, that what we are looking at is an incremental close to $200 plus million plus over the next 10 years. And we see that over 30 years, it's got to be much more than that. Uh, and, and, and this work has not been just that, that number has not been pulled out of the hand. Our teams, many, many of our leaders have, worked very, very hard really to plan what does our transformation in research and education looks like over the next 10 years. And this will be the foundation for the, next, the following 20 years and hopefully for another 30 years to be able to after that. And, and to us, the programs that we've talked about and alluded to initially, both our researchers, our educational leaders sat down together and they said, this is what, what is needed. This is what we see we have at the present time and this is what we need in the future in order for us to be one of the best in cancer, both from a translational research and connecting translational research to clinical, these are the number of scientists, physicians that we need. As you know, we have a very strong clinical program at Harry Ford Health System, and a significant, in fact, the clinical trial program in cancer research, and we have a couple, two or three very solid translational research programs. You imagine we add the portfolio and the really great research that's being done at the present time in MSU, and we amplify this by investing another, you know, you know, tens of millions of dollars in research in cancer in the next five years, think about the impact that we are going to have. This is not only to get a designation or certificate, but this is really to make a difference in cancer care. This is to kind of discover how we are going to cure cancer. And this is how our team arrived to these numbers and to that investment. How are we going to move the needle on cancer? How are we going to move the needle on population health, in neurosciences, in imaging? And these are the things we've looked at. And, and many of these goals also as Dr. Bosham has mentioned, these are not only scientific and or clinical goals, but community goals. How are we going to improve the health of our, the, 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 our mothers and infants? You know, how are we going to kind of decrease maternal mortality? in the city of Detroit and in Michigan, because we do not rank well. How are we going to improve the health of our, our, our children? So there is a lot of work that has gone into thinking how to invest, how much to invest, and over what period of time.
0: So how is the COVID-19 pandemic impacting this partnership as it is impacting everything else?
1: It's an important point and maybe it causes us to comment a little bit more on what you, you had just asked us, about the investment, because whenever one invests, you wanna think about, and and Dr. Munkara nicely reflected on return on investment. Why in these challenging financial times would you be putting money in to a program? And I think COVID-19 shed such a, a disheartening light on health disparities with communities of color disproportionately affected both by uh, COVID-19 in terms of getting the disease as well as dying from the disease. And so our passion to this and why we're putting our shoulder behind it um, is experienced with COVID-19. And similarly though, what you saw across the country is what were the trusted sources and where did the ideas emanate uh, for how to respond. And, you know, at Michigan State, we really put our shoulder behind thinking about ways to develop PPE, right? To reuse PPE, to develop new diagnostic testing. And in Henry Ford, we saw as a real leader in keeping our community safe by stepping forward uh, with so many providers in terms of access to care. So from a from a COVID nineteen, and I'll let Adnan talk a, a bit more, you know, about partnership and how it's reflected in this. But it it draws our attention back to. We wouldn't put money in unless we felt it was extraordinarily important to the lives of the people of Michigan, and to our organizational mission, and you know, we can look at things like outcomes for cancer, uh, infant mortality, um, uh, that there are differences in adjacent counties of up to 10 years and, and length of life, all predicted by um, access to resources and, and really some of the effects of, of racism. And so this idea that we're putting money in, it's in the context of really Synergistically impacting our mission and being able to respond because this isn't the last time that we'll see challenges like COVID. And certainly we are not uh, out of of the the dark.
2: Well, I I want to emphasize the point that uh, Dr. Beauchamp has mentioned about what we've learned from COVID. What we've learned from COVID is, you know, it, it just shined more of a spotlight on the impact of health disparities and outcomes. And we've seen our minority population, our black patients, devastated really by the COVID surge that we had in the spring. And when we started analyzing it and understanding more, what we have seen is that the mortality, the impact of the COVID uh, on the community, as well as their mortality in general, is significantly higher than in other communities than the white population. However, when we looked at patients who were admitted to the hospital, and we've done Analyses and we've had research that our scientists have published in peer-reviewed journals. What we have found is that a, a black patient or a white patient who get admitted to one of our hospitals and get treated, the outcomes were not different. So it is very clear that our access, this is why it emphasizes the importance of focus on population health in these settings. And this is why it really re-emphasized for us the importance of going beyond the walls of the hospital to improve the health of our community. This is why the data that that Dr. Beauchamp was uh, talking about, how we can get data to inform us and help us predict for the future when we hit a pandemic or a crisis like this, how are we going to reach out to our community? Because most of this happens before a patient gets to an emergency department or get into the hospital. So that, that investment is extremely, extremely important. It also emphasized for us the importance of research and science. So we were lucky and fortunate that because of the really legacy of research that we've had, we've we've been able to provide to our patients and our community access to state-of-the-art care when it existed. We were one of the first hospitals to, to be part of the Severe studies. We've been part of the Moderna as well as j vaccines. We've been part of monoclonal antibody studies. We were on the convalescent plasma treatment. And if you think about it, if it, if it were not for our commitment and, and the commitment of our physicians and scientists to discovery, research and present a uh, uh, offering our community the best of the best, we would not have been able to serve the community that as we had before. So, this is why COVID has been really a hit to all of us. We understand that, the, that this has impacted the finances of healthcare systems, of universities. And as we looked at our investment, we were very thoughtful in that. And we've built in it in the contingencies of what happens if 2021 is not you know we've not we've not made the recovery that we expect so so we understand that uh, you know going forward we need to be thoughtful on how we approach this investment into some of our research and science but it does not by any mean negate or uh, eliminate that urgent need for us to address the needs of our community and if anything in my mind it accelerates it it tells us that we need to do more so that hopefully if we ever uh, if we ever Uh, get confronted with a similar problem you know in the future we are able to act faster and we are able to disseminate that knowledge as well as care to a bigger population
1: and and the maybe a one additional thought Russ it is something that you know well is to do a to create a 30-year partnership right trust and shared values are at the core of it and what Watching our colleagues at Henry Ford Health System navigate this COVID 19 crisis, and how there were times when we reached out with questions or or seeking support, they were there. And so it, it really was a moment of difficulty we traversed together that was trust building. Uh, as well as a chance to really deeply understand each other's core values and see that they're aligned.
0: It's interesting you mentioned that, Norm, because I've been thinking throughout this conversation how much our values align in this situation. This partnership seems like a natural. Tell me what the Health Sciences Center is.
1: Yes. So the Health Sciences is is a place that will bring together uh, the expertise and the leadership from Henry Ford. Uh, with uh, Michigan State University uh, Health Sciences. And at MSU, the Health Sciences, will bring forward leaders from our clinical practice plan, as well as leadership from the three uh, health colleges, College of Osteopathic Medicine, College of Nursing, and the College of, of Human Medicine, and will represent uh, expertise across the domains that we're working on, and we talked about uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, cancer, education, research, and teaching. And that will be uh, something that we will make as a focal point.
2: To to us, we thought in order for us to accelerate the work and collaboration and partnership, we need to build a tent so that our collaborators sit under that tent with really shared branding and shared leadership we all know that people want to kind of connect to something. There is an identity that is needed. And we believe that bringing these programs we've talked about under that tent of the Health Science Center, that it will have a president, uh, its inaugural president is Dr. Steve Kalkanis, who is a very well-known leader in healthcare nationally and internationally. He's a neuroscientist. Uh, He's our chief academic officer. But also we uh, we realize the importance that both of us, as as both institutions, This is a priority. This, this joint venture, this company, this health science center is extremely important. So a board that is representative of both institution with equal representation, that, that, that Dr. Beauchamp will be sharing in the first cycle and then we'll rotate sharing it you know, uh, every couple of years with equal representation of our leaders is extremely important to make sure that we are advancing, advancing things as fast as we can. Because we know that everybody is busy and we all, when we are, our change is not easy and change is difficult but we felt that if you keep everybody under the same tent and you tell them well pull your things together it works sometimes sometimes it does not work. Versus if you invite everybody under the same house, under the same roof, they, they own that roof. Now they are into the design of that, the, the, the in, in internal design of that house. How does it look like? How are they going to invite others to that house? What they are going to add to it? How they are going to make that high house shine into the neighborhood? This is where we feel that it is extremely important.
1: Within both of those organizations sits public health, Russ. And so that That is how that will be brought to bear. A question that some have asked at at Michigan State, and and Dr. Munkara has been really supportive of, is the concept of well, then is this just a health sciences thing? Well, in order for us to, to move the dial on improving healthcare, one of the reasons that I believe we were a sought after partner for Henry Ford were the strengths. Outside of health sciences as well. So think about one third of the, the spend in healthcare is waste. Well, we've got a world class supply chain uh, department in the, the Broad College. Uh, communication arts. Well, we, one of the focal areas of scholarship in our College of Comm Arts is change in healthcare. Um, you can look at the the challenges that we face in terms of just helping people understand the importance of vaccines and how we, one, rebuild trust in the community, um, particularly communities that have been underserved and have been taken advantage of uh, in science and in health, uh, to rebuild that trust, right? Our commitment to, you know, to, Arts and Letters, for example, which has a deep commitment to how do you communicate to underrepresented communities and really build trust. And so we see that as critical and we've already mentioned extension. So although we will create this this entity that will be accountable and, uh, and, and driven and will have its focus in health and healthcare, certainly the chance to leverage the strengths across uh, Michigan State University, as well as to bring opportunities to make a difference to our students across the university, our faculty across the university. We see that as a big part of this. If we're going to commit resources, we see this as something that needs to elevate the entire university and, and importantly, that is the way that we'll be most successful, is by bringing all of those, those skills, abilities, and interests to bear.
0: You know, you both talked early in the conversation about fighting cancer being one of the key goals of the partnership. What is meant by a National Cancer Institute designation, and why is that important?
2: I, I look at the NCI cancer designation as a path for us to commit to advance our research as well as innovation in clinical care. To me it is it is not the designation itself that is a badge of honor but that path for us to continue to build on what we have done so far and achieve what we want to achieve number one Uh, why is it important because it puts us also among uh, um, among other uh, uh, healthcare systems as well as cancer programs nationally that really have been on the same path of discovery as well as clinical care transformation. And and we believe that we need to go down that path in order to continue to maintain and accelerate the cancer care that we deliver to our patients. So that investment we believe is important, not because the designation itself is, is something that we just want to hang on a wall, but it is the work that is needed for us to continue to build on our foundations of clinical research, trans- translation research in cancer, and take this from bench to the bedside to kind of accelerate that, to take some of the what we've learned in precision medicine, knowing what happens in cancer at the cellular and molecular level, and be able to kind of be part of the discovery of the new drug or the new approach to care for these patients. Be able to kind of transform healthcare so that our patients that are getting cancer care, we are not looking at at, uh, at them only from a perspective of the treatment itself, but what, how do they perceive their treatment? How do they perceive their outcomes? What is important for them in that outcomes? Is that outcome the same between two patients who might have the same cancer, but might be coming from different perspectives as how they, they look at their care? So it is more really a holistic comprehensive approach to care that we are looking at building all the multidisciplinary teams, not building them only, but also bringing them together because many of these have been built, but bringing them together around the same table to make sure that we have the patient and the center and the interests of the patient as well as wishes and desires is what we are attending to.
1: When one talks about the NCI designation, NCI stands for, it's the National Cancer Institute, which is a part of the National Institute of Health. And what it, what it means is that essentially, your cancer center has met the standards, highest standards for cancer prevention, clinical service, and bringing research forward as, as Dr. Munkara uh, talked about. And really a commitment to develop and translate scientific knowledge from promising discoveries into new treatments for cancer patients and you know uh on a very personal level right it is that you know why cancer is it is because you know we see one of the reasons for this is to bring hope to people um and uh cancer is one of the places that you know has such an impact on patients and their families and so it is why it's, it's one of the first places we want to put our shoulders and also one of the places that we feel brings together the enormous strengths of both of our organizations
0: hope is another theme you express a lot norm that that's important and I'm, so let me just ask you both what are some key steps some some next actions as the partnership gets underway
2: so so uh, I, uh, dr bushup and i keep saying that uh, the, the honeymoon now is going to be ending although as you can imagine we've worked extremely hard during this honeymoon period uh, and i just want to add something it is uh, it, it was really a, a Honor and a pleasure to work with uh, Dr. Beauchamp and his team during the time where uh, we were uh, living, breathing COVID day in and day out. It, it just kind of uh, presented to, to us a, a glimmer of hope in the midst, midst of a, a pandemic that when we were facing it in the spring of 2020, we did not know how it's going to be ending. Things looked quite gloomy, and this is at a time when we are looking at something that is transformational and adding hope to our community, to our to our members. And this really helped us go forward during that past few months. Our teams did an amazing, amazing job. You know, meeting for hours uh, 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 to to. Drive things, to bring things together at the same time we are trying to manage COVID, whether we are a healthcare system or a university, as, as you can imagine. Now, what comes next? Uh, now that, that the work that we have thought of, we need to start putting put, put plan for implementation. What does a cancer, uh, what is a path to a National Cancer Institute, cancer, de- uh, cancer center designation look like? What are the elements? We've put the general bullets on paper, now we need to get into the details. What does it mean to recruit the number of researcher? What does it mean to kind of bring our educational resources together and start bringing additional medical students as well as nursing students from from MSU to be with us on our campuses? What does it mean for us to get our research under the tent of the Health Science Center? So there are operational things that are needed. Who are the next? a a group or cohort of physicians, scientists, and researchers that we want to recruit. So there is a lot of things that need to to start now kind of you know, being put in action. Now that we've been thinking about the bigger vision, we need to start getting down to the strategies and tactics.
1: It's been a joy as well to work with Adnan and his team. He's a really gifted leader that absolutely understands how to go from point A to point B to point C. Inclusively, yet highly efficiently, which is really wonderful. And so what we've, we've spent time doing is to put together committees as well underneath the, the governing board that represent leadership from both organizations. And a lot of their work then will be laying out, you know, what do we need to accomplish and on what timeline, as, as uh, Dr. Munkara said in the domains of research, education, clinical care, diversity, equity, inclusion uh, in cancer. And there'll be a number of initiatives that will break out from underneath that. We also are excited about really building on this tradition of educating students uh, at Henry Ford and the College of Osteopathic Medicine, College of Nursing, and now with the College of Human Medicine. So we'll seek to expand those slots uh, in the near term, uh, because it is so important to to the missions of of the colleges and to, to Henry Ford.
0: Well, we've been talking about this landmark partnership between Henry Ford Health System and Michigan State University with two of the key people involved. Dr. Norman J. Beauchamp, Jr. is MSU's Executive Vice President for Health Sciences, and Adnan Munkara, MD, is Executive Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer for Henry Ford Health System. And we've just scratched the surface and you can learn a lot more by going to henryford.com slash MSU Health Sciences. And let me just ask you both to kind of, as we wrap up some key takeaways, I said, there's a lot there, but what would you like those joining in on our conversation to, to take away?
1: Hope is really important. And there there is, there's an aphorism that says, for those that have health, have hope. And for those that have hope, have everything and for too many people in our community, our state and our nation, they don't have access to health or hope. And this will absolutely make us uh, a national leader uh, together in bringing health, hope and healing really at the pace at which it's needed and demanded in society. And it will do so in partnership with the community where, as we've done in other work, we listen and we learn and we work together. And I think that's that's another strength. And for me, it's uh, it's really a, it is a landmark moment uh, to bring together the scope and scale of the delivery system of Henry Ford that has as its core values education and research uh, with a university that is so committed as a land grant university to, again, to bring health and hope uh, to all. So really, really uh, just elated. And maybe I would also just reflect that through this, without the support of our presidents, I mean, their encouragement, their vision, their commitment, and really their, their positive working relationships with. Their boards has been essential, so I'd also reflect on that. Great things only happen um, at organizations that share the value of making a difference, and that it's a value that's held at all levels of leadership.
2: Uh, Norm said it very beautifully. I, I really, it is. Uh, I, I love his message of hope, and uh, you know, I, I think this is this is where we are driving, and I really think that what we are shooting for is real transformation in healthcare. How how can we do that transformation in order for us to build that hope and to kind of improve uh, what the the, the care as delivered to our communities across the board. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I want to express also my gratitude to our teams, to our presidents and boards who have been instrumental in getting us to where we are at the present time in this, uh, in this journey. Uh, you know, this is the, the, the first step, the first mile in a long, long journey, really. But uh, it's a journey, journey of hope, journey of success, journey of health, uh, a journey of transformation. And what's great is that everybody who has been involved believes in it. Our leaders, our presidents, are visionary in that way. Our boards have been supportive, and all our team members and leaders have been engaged into that. So this is really a very exciting day today. I can tell you that is not a single one on the Henry Ford Health System who, are, who, who is not cheering for for the work and looking forward to to a long, long, uh, uh, successful partnership that's going to kind of, uh, uh, to, that's going to really transform uh, us together, but also be absolutely impactful to our communities and to the nation.
0: Well, Drs. Beauchamp and Moonkar it's been a, an honor to talk with you both about this important landmark partnership. You've both been very articulate. And I can sense your passion for making all of us healthier. And thank you again for talking with me today. Thank you, Russ. Thank you,
1: Russ you know, one of the things Adnan touched on thoughtfully, and I didn't bring enough emphasis to is that, you know, we, we have the, the, the honor of sitting with you today. And yet there are so many people on our teams that were absolutely tireless. I think of the Saturdays and the evenings and uh the rallies and the racing and the coming back and saying well let's both try to reframe it so we better understand and so if there is a way you know to reflect that we just are very indebted to the people we have the privilege to be a part of their leadership team uh, that would be really important because it again I feel fortunate that we get to sit with you But behind us, around us, sit an amazing group of people that were absolutely tireless.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that, Norm. It indeed takes a village. So again, thank you both very much. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.